Wake up and be amazing and welcome to Think and Be Fit, Fitness Redesign. Look good, feel good, live well with me, Trainer Dane, as I educate, motivate, and empower you to lifelong healthy living. The norm is no longer good enough. It's time to make healthy the norm. Welcome to Think and Be Fit. It's a beautiful day in South Central Texas today. I had the pleasure of sharing my top 10 Danish rules plus one today at a local event. And it went well. I felt like I was empowered and impassioned. And the audience was attentive. And lots and lots of great conversation after the meeting, the presentation. And at the end of the day, all the business is done at the meeting, after the meeting. So it got me fired up. I've been working on the next or this latest podcast. I thought, what am I going to talk about? Where am I going to go? Dion and I um, were trying or have been trying to record a second episode of Trainer Dane and Dion, and technology just has not cooperated. But I didn't want to take another week, another four days to get a podcast out. So what is the topic today? Self-care isn't selfish. I must tell people that every day, 10 times a day. And it seems... In my world, it tends to be the ladies, the mommies out there that put everybody first and forget about themselves. It's not that us guys don't, but it tends to be, at least in my 20-some years of health, wellness, and fitness, the women that put off taking care of themselves first. And then when they ultimately come to me for the physical aspect of the seven elements of health and wellness... It's probably just about when they're about to be empty nesters or they are empty nesters and they lost or have lost who they are. So they've been Jimmy's mommy, they've been Mrs. Jones, but they haven't been Mary or Margaret or Tammy or Joan for the last 20 years and they want to refine themselves. So sit down or turn it up in the car or on your run or wherever you are listening to Think and Be Fit And together, let's talk about the fact that self-care isn't selfish. I want to ask you, have you been meaning to get a massage, but you just haven't found the time? Come on, it happens, right? I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to drink more water. I'm going to do something for me. So let's talk about that massage. Look, a massage isn't going to take out the trash. It certainly isn't going to put food on the dinner table. It's not going to get the kids' homework done. But you know what? All of those things have to be done anyway. And getting that massage, if it helps you, because you know it will, in a real sense, does let you get food on the table, do the homework, and improve you. It'll make you a better person, a better mom, a better dad, a better son, a better daughter, a better coworker. Because those things, again, have to be done anyway. So because you got the massage, it allows you to get those things done. So put you on the top of the list. Make you number one. Make you a priority. There is a reason that God forbid you're ever in an airplane and those oxygen masks come down. Who do they say to put the oxygen mask on first? It's you. Because if you're not healthy, if you're not sound physically, mentally, and emotionally, it makes it harder to take care of those you love. So let's start thinking about you being a priority. So I've written about 
eight things, not about. I've written eight things, but you know, as I go along, sometimes I'll add. But let's talk about at least eight things today about self-care. And I want to challenge you first off to change how you prioritize your list. Why you should be at the top of the list. I mentioned in the little brief intro moment ago that you put your oxygen mask on first. Where do you put yourself? Are you at the top of the list? Is it your husband? Is it your wife? Is it your kids? Is it work? Are you putting yourself at the top of the list? So first and foremost, if you need to pause, if you need to think, if you need to contemplate, I want you to stop and be realistic. If you're putting yourself first, don't think of it as a negative thing or a cocky thing. It is important. You must be at your best to take care of those you love. Do what impassions you first. So change your priorities and make you number one. Let's celebrate the mistakes along the way. You're going to fall down. You're going to trip. You're going to fall. Rule number three of Danish is embrace the crap. And it's exactly what I mean. To celebrate the mistakes. Whenever I talk about it, and today I, I mentioned earlier that I had a chance to speak in front of a group. And I talked about the Danish rules and I got to number three and I said embrace the crap. And that's when if you're looking down at your phone, you're not really paying attention, people kind of look up. Then I throw out a question. I'm like, who out here? has shoveled manure. If you personally haven't shoveled manure, do you know anybody that has shoveled manure? And almost all the hands go up. And I said, if you didn't do it personally, I want to ask you, those that shoveled manure, did it smell good? And they kind of crinkle their nose, shake their head. They're like, no, it doesn't smell good. But when you shovel that manure on those rose bushes in the fall, what happens when the spring rains come and the sun shines? You get beautiful, beautiful, rosebuds. The beauty comes after the hard work, after you just shovel the poop. So you will become better because you embrace the mistakes. You shovel the poop. You already know that, look, life isn't perfect. It's going to throw you some curveballs. I often refer to them as troughs, right? You're either going into a storm, coming out of a storm, or preparing for the next storm. Think about it. It's not negative. It's not pessimistic, but it's true. You're either coming out of the storm Preparing for a storm, right? That's it. Coming out of going into or preparing for the next one. That's life. But when you're running late and you have a flat tire or you miss your important doctor's appointment, no matter what you do, you have a choice. You can act like somebody pissed in your cornflakes, be mad, yell at the kids, yell at the dog, whatever it is, throw something against the wall. But at the end of the day, does it really solve anything? No, it doesn't. So the one thing that you are solely in charge of each and every day is your attitude. So I want you to think, I want to challenge you to celebrate the mistakes. They are part of your success. And Jim Croce song, can't remember the title of it as I talk, but my mom loved Jim Croce when I was a kid. Um, I've gone back and started to listen to his collections and he says, nobody ever got the rainbow without the rain. Nobody ever got the rainbow without the rain. So the first two things when it comes to self-care, change how you prioritize your list. Make yourself number one. And then celebrate the mistakes along the way. If it makes it easier to remember, just say embrace the crap. Find your tribe and love them hard. We all want to experience a sense of community. 
You want to be surrounded by a group of like-minded people that speak the same language. You really do. Who are you on the same page with? Who's supporting you? I will also say, who's calling your baloney? Baloney. Who's calling your BSBS? Look, every idea I've ever had is great in my head. But I have a group of close friends that if I have a, a, a business idea or I want to take some great grandiose trip and they'll at least play the devil's advocate to make sure we're ready to go. We're ready to go. Sharing ideas, interests, working together, working in harmony, be it professional, personal, or, or something else, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. I was talking to um, another trainer earlier today. And I was explaining how I explain the seven elements of health and wellness, which we've coined E squared, IOP squared. So let me repeat. Seven elements of health and wellness are E squared, IOP squared. E squared, emotional and environmental. IOP, intellectual, occupational, physical. S squared, social and spiritual. I purposefully say Emotional and spiritual on opposite ends when it comes to health, wellness, and fitness. Because I believe it's all the elements you do in the middle that will bring you joy and happiness emotionally and spiritually. Why do I, why do I kind of digress about finding your tribe? So I am a partner trainer with Camp Gladiator. And I was talking to the trainer and I said, we provide all seven elements of health and wellness. So we have an emotional, stable environment. We have emotional and environmental. We provide the environment. We're outside all the time with like-minded people wanting to live a healthier life. And we've got campers as, I personally have campers, a camper as old as 80. I've got several high school students and in between. So there's your environment. Emotional, environmental, intellectual. So we're going to give you something to think about, something to, to leave the camp with, something to quote unquote chew on at the end of the day. What did your trainer say to you? How did he or she challenge you? Did they have a quote? Were they down on their hands and knees while you were trying to get your last push-up or you didn't think you could do any more? Did they give you something positive so that you can think about it? We might not directly impact your work, your occupational part, but if we make you healthier or you make yourself healthier by listening to what we're doing and you become more productive at work and you go get a raise and you can care for your family a little bit better and you move up into management and then you raise the next leaders in your business, have we not helped occupationally too? Obviously with camp later, we're going to do the physical part. We have our four weeks of camp. And right now we're in endurance week and that's week one of camp. Week two next week, we're going to go to strength and agility training from one of our four, any of our 4,000 locations. That's what we're going to do. Each one of us is going to write our own workouts, but that trainer will design it based on that particular week. Week three, we're going to do interval. Week four, we're going to peak week to see what you're made of. So we will challenge you physically. Now let's talk socially. So actually yesterday afternoon, I sat and I looked at the calendar. I said, how can I build social events so we can get together outside of Camp Gladiator, outside of doing push-ups, burpees, and lifting weights, and overhead press, and curls, and man-makers, and all those kind of things. So we set it up. One of the camps, I invited people to go have breakfast after camp. So at 6.30 a.m. after camp, we're going to go to a little local um, Mexican restaurant right down the street. I have a group of campers that finish about 6 p.m., excuse me, 7 p.m. actually, on a Thursday night, and there's another little restaurant down the street. And those that want to go, we're going to go hang out. So we're going to provide you 
Again, you found your tribe, you like who they are, and now we're going to have a social event. And then spiritually, if you feel good, if your heart feels good, now we have literally engaged with you all seven elements of health and wellness. E squared, IOP squared. Emotionally, emotional, environmental, intellectual, occupational, physical, social, and spiritual health. Where do you find your seven elements of health and wellness? Does your tribe provide that? So find your tribe and love them hard. This almost might seem silly, but I want to challenge you to see the world and find the humor in it. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Yeah, just laugh. Are you thinking that maybe that's easier said than done? I want you to look. When was the last time you laughed, belly laughed? Just let it, let it go. You know, it's, what's going to make you laugh? Is it watching a silly video on YouTube of cats playing? Is it my wife watching corgis and their little behind shaking all the time? What is it? Is it an old Eddie Murphy stand-up from HBO from back in the day? Is it an old 80s movie? I don't know. I mean, is it a list of faux pas on, on text messages that somebody sent? Well, maybe they had too many cocktails. But the challenge is carve out a little bit of time every day to laugh, to giggle, to smile, to find joy, and enjoy that laughter. It's been said that laughter is the best medicine. So what's going to make you laugh today? This would have been a great time for me to have some kind of joke, and maybe I'll just walk into my living room later today, and I'll say, Alexa, tell me a joke. And it may not really be funny, but you'll chuck a little bit. You'll smile that that's as easy as it is or hard as it is today. You don't have to really do much research. If you have an Amazon Echo, you can walk into your living room, bedroom, bathroom, wherever it is, and ask Alexa to play you a joke. So laugh, 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 chuckle, chuckle, chuckle. Laugh today. Now this tip is right up my alley. I want you to combine exercise and fun. My very first teaching job, professional teaching job, was teaching fifth grade physical education. We had scooters, even we had old school pogo sticks, we had basketball, soccer balls, field hockey sticks, we had jump ropes, we had cones, we had balls, we had about anything you could imagine. Scooter boards. And you know what? When the kids got on them and they laughed and they even fell off, they giggled and they laughed and they got back on. Why do we have to put our earbuds in, walk into a gym, take your little key tag and get key tagged in so they make sure you're a paying customer. Maybe they say hi, maybe they don't, maybe you didn't interact, and they get on your treadmill, you push the green button for go, you've got the TV right there, it's got closed captioning on, you walk, run at X minutes, X for X minutes, X speed, and you walk out and you've had no social interaction. It's not fun for me. If it's fun for you, man, knock it, rock it, and do it. So today, at our camp, it's endurance week, so it's long, sustained bouts of exercise. We worked in groups of four, and there, was, there were seven exercises on the board with quite a few repetitions and a travel lap and all kinds of stuff. So we had the seven exercises. I had a little dry erase boards. Um, because the location that I'm at doesn't want chalk, sidewalk chalk on the ground, which is fine. I wanted people to record what they did, the team to record what they did. I said, number one, I want you to learn something about your fellow campers. So I posed a question. 
and every one of us has a piece of duct tape and our name on it. So we call that the, I call that the complimentary CG name tag. Your name is the most precious thing you'll ever have. I didn't want them within their group to say, hey, camper boy or hey, camper girl, how many reps of hacky sacks have you done? How many laps have you done? How many bent over rows have you done? John, where are you, brother? Susie, how can I help you? That's what I wanted. So they're doing the workout. They're sweating. They're hydrating. And then I had just regular pickle buckets turned upside down. I said, when you guys crush the, the workout, I want you to walk up and kick that bucket like it's a soccer ball or a football. And they just laughed a little bit. Then we grabbed a sand bell, so a weighted sand bell, about 25 pounds, split them in groups. And we did over, under, so you either pass the sand ball above your head or between your legs. And one did it, and they went to the back of the line, the back of the line, back of the line, back of the line. They went to a certain point, they came back, and they're laughing, they're giggling, and they're chuckling a little bit. So, what can make it fun? Sometimes we'll take out playing cards. You got to make a poker hand. But the other day we did, um, I called it CG for camp later to craps. Gave them two dice. You know, there are 12 different exercises that told you exactly what to do. You had to work together to get them done. So think about it. We know if you've ever listened, read to any self-help personal development book, they always use fitness as the analogy to change. Not only can we combine exercise with fun, but we know that when you do that, and you've probably laughed a little bit at the same time, it provides a positive impact on your mood. Talking to a, tr- a camper today, and he was talking about his spouse is also a camper, um, but she's been struggling getting out of bed and getting to camp. And he said he goes to camp at, say, 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. He arrives at home about 7.20, and he is fired up, and he is ready to go. And his wife and daughter are rubbing the sleep out of their eyes. And they're like, why are you so happy? Why are you so energetic? Because he got up. He, he found his tribe. He laughed a little bit. He got the endorphins pumping from the exercise. And they just are wiping the sleep out of their eyes. So what can it do for you by getting up, getting out, and moving? One of the Danish rules is it doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you do it. So you can write it on your calendar, but if you don't act on it, it doesn't do you any good. You've got to act on it. You've got to act on it. You've got to act on it. Let's talk about physical activity guidelines for Americans quickly. So you've just got an idea of where the benefit comes. And I'm going to talk about for people between 18 and 64 years old, the physical activity guidelines say that you should have a minimum of 150 minutes of what they call MVPA every day. Moderate to vigorous physical activity. If you break that 150 minutes down to five days a week, it's 30 minutes. There are added and additional benefits at 300 minutes. That's one hour a day, five days a week. Add add, add humor to it and it'll seem like it goes by really fast. Should it be hard? Yes. Should you sweat a little bit? Yes. Should you have some labored breathing? Yes. All those things. But the key to the whole shoot match, the key to the whole shoot match is that you get up and you start today. If you're not able to sustain 30 minutes of continuous activity, try to break it down in 10 minute segments. The research shows that three, three bouts of 10 minutes has the same physical benefit as 30 continuous minutes. Find a way to make it fun. Who says in today's world, if you're gonna run or walk and you're by yourself and you're not with your tribe, why couldn't you listen to like a little comedy podcast and laugh along the way? What's gonna make it fun? 
I would love to hear from you. How do you make it fun? Are you a CG camper? Is your trainer done something special and unique that made you laugh and you wanted to go back? If you're doing it on your own or doing it in your private club or your group, what are you doing? Send me an email at dane at daneboyle.com and share with me how you are making exercise fun. I don't know about you, and I hope you're having as much fun listening as I am talking about it as I'm standing up, pacing back and forth with my headset on, thinking and feeling like you and I are sitting at the coffee shop having a conversation. Maybe we're sitting in a small restaurant. Maybe we're sitting in my backyard or your backyard, and we're just having a conversation because we said, what about self-care? How do I care for myself? And you're, you're receptive, and we're going back and forth. Now we're to the point where we have talked about making you number one, putting your oxygen mask on first, celebrating the small successes and embracing the crap, finding your tribe and loving them hard, and finding time to laugh and giggle and chuckle. Combining the exercise with fun. Start telling yourself your own jokes. Listen to a healthy, a funny podcast. You know, I'll have to come up with some jokes. Or ask Alexa for three jokes before you go out the door and keep repeating them so you can repeat them at work. But I want you to find space for your own bad emotions. Look, emotions are beautiful. Some are challenging. Some are downright not fun. But at the end of the day, you need them all. It is important to acknowledge them. I want you to feel them. You know, uh, Tanya and I, Tanya, my wife, will, will sometimes she'll say, I don't like this emotion. I know you always say all emotions are good, but they are good. Even pain ultimately is good, and pain will not last forever. But if you have pain, intense pain in your right side that eventually gets you to the ER and you need an emergency appendectomy, it saved your life. So that pain and that emotion is good. Look, there's no point in denying them and not experiencing them. Look, I'm a super uber positive guy. Um, I've I've done that by choice, um, by years of reading and, and surrounding myself with positive people. But sometimes, you know, life can just be a PIA, a pain in the ass. It's not always fun, but you got to keep going through it because you're embracing the crap. Look, I had said earlier, either going into a storm, coming out of a storm, or preparing for the next storm. So how are you going to deal? Where are you, how are you going to compartmentalize those emotions? If it's tears, that's okay. Find a place to cry. I have had, actually I shared this story with that same trainer that I talked about earlier I have, at all of my camps, I've got the parking lot of fun. I've got the circle of fun. I've got the path of fun. I've got the hill of fun because everything we do is fun. And I use that because I didn't want to say doom and gloom or challenging, but we make it fun. We make it silly. So one sunny morning, they're running down the path of fun, and I just kind of hear something off in the distance. And I kind of jog up on one of the campers, and I wear my little my white Oakley sunglasses, and she's sobbing. And I take off my sunglasses and I put my hand on her shoulder and we're running together. And I said, I have no idea what you're going through right now, but I want to let you know you are made to do hard things. You can do whatever is put in front of you. So she was dealing with the emotion. She did not come to exercise. She didn't sit at home in a little, in the fetal position. She came and she moved. I've had campers who've lost their, their mom or dad. And they'd miss camp for a week. And throughout the week, I'm just checking on them to make sure they're doing okay. And, and this particular camper comes when the sun still isn't out. And that camp never sees the sun because it starts at 5.15 a.m. And I said, I want to challenge you to get to camp. 
I always want you to participate. But if you don't feel emotionally you can participate, I'll give you a slam ball. And you can go back in the corner and you can yell, scream, cry, cuss, and slam that ball and take it out and deal with that emotions however you see fit. And be surrounded by your tribe. Get a high five. Still hear the positive message throughout the day. But you're still moving it. Finding a positive way to interact with those emotions. So again, those emotions can teach you things. You will be better for it. Because I said like the Jim Croce song, nobody ever saw the rainbow without the rain. I want you to look around. And I want you to answer this question. Do you have a space for you? Look, it doesn't have to be a full-time space just for you, but a space where you can go read a book, a space where you can listen to an amazing podcast, space where you can sit and be fit and think quietly. Or maybe it's the space you go to watch a silly YouTube video of cats or corgis or to write jokes or read jokes. Some space to revitalize yourself your heart, your soul, your spirit, because you are taking that time to set your priority list for you to be number one. If you don't have that space, I challenge you to find that space today. I truly believe that help is on the way. It's out there. It can be hard to ask for help. But because you know that changing your list, making you number one, if you need help, that there's plenty of help out there. Look, you're going to find some fair weather friends but then they're not your friends. You're, you're also going to learn that some people are in your lives or our lives for just seasons. So not everybody's going to come through in a jam and you might be emotionally distraught for just a little bit or a long bit, but the idea is you're going to deal with those emotions in a healthy way. You're going to find your quiet space perhaps. You're going to surround yourself with your tribe that's going to pick you up emotionally and surround yourself with those positive people. But by asking And learning the skill to ask for help and practice, practice, practice. Look, hard conversations are hard conversations. And oftentimes you've got to practice them first. Maybe you go and you take a voice recorder and you listen to yourself asking for help. How can you get better? How can can you go get the help you need? Maybe back in the day when I was learning how to do public speaking, when I was in high school probably, I, I remember, I don't know if it was high school, but I do know that I used to sit in my bathroom with some index cards and practice my speeches and stumble and stammer and I didn't have the ability to get out my smartphone and take a video. Um, eventually, I was at the age where we had the big boxy camcorders where I could didn't have a remote but I could push play and you saw me kind of fidgeting in my seat or standing up or whatever it is, but I practiced. But I guarantee you, when you begin to ask for help, you're gonna find your true friends, you're gonna find your community, you're gonna find your tribe and it's gonna make you happy. And they're going to love you unconditionally when you're happy or sad or pissy or just laughing. And they won't even know why you're laughing. But you know what? Eventually, they're going to laugh with you, not at you. These are your people. This is your tribe. And you know what? It's waiting to be built. If you don't have it now, can you build it? Can you build that tribe? Can you seek that tribe? It takes somebody to start it, to invite others, to work together. And as you invite, and as you do it, as you stay consistent, you'll be more comfortable asking others in and making self-care part of your everyday life. 
you're going to surround yourself with that community, that tribe that you can trust, that you can lean on, and that they can lean on you too. So remember, help is on the way. And if you don't have that community, you don't have that team, let's build it. You need help building it, let's talk. Let's talk. So I want to remind you, self-care isn't selfish. Sometimes just recording Think and Be Fit fires me up and makes me feel good. And today is one of those days. It, it really is. So some of my tips that I hope you can utilize, I hope you'll put in place, I hope you'll share with a friend, family worker, or coworker, or listen again. So when you're trying to figure out how to make you a priority, this list is something you can put into action. And that's the key, right? Anytime you do personal development, you can take it in and then you got to use it. You've got to put it in action. That's the value. That's the value. And sometimes it takes multiple listenings, multiple sharings to put it into value or put it into action, actually not to put it into value. So start to prioritize your list. Make you number one. Put your oxygen mask on first so that you can love those you love. And I want to also remind you to make sure that you tell those people that you love, you love them, and never assume they know. Celebrate life, celebrate the successes, embrace the crap. Things I've said today to remind you about embracing the crap is when you've shoveled manure and it stunk, and you did it in the fall, but the roses bloomed in the spring, it was worth every bit of it, and nobody ever got the rainbow without the rain. Find your tribe and love them hard. Lean on them. Let them lean on you. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Giggle, giggle, giggle. Find something out there that makes you laugh every day and puts a big, cheesy, Danish grin on your face. How can you combine exercise and fun? How can you do it? If you make it fun, it'll get done. If it's tedious and it's boring, you're more likely to fall off. But the more fun you can have while moving your body, the more chances, the better chances you're going to have to keep it up. At the end of the day, the way to succeed in improving your health is consistency. What are you doing today that you can do tomorrow, that you can do next week, that you can do next month, that you can do next year, that you can look back in a decade and you're still doing it. As a matter of fact, I saw that on my Facebook memories the other day. I was walking in to teach a, a group fitness class I used to teach spin. It was 10 years ago. And I may not do spin today, but I still am doing some sort of physical activity each and every day. I wake up at 3.30 a.m. Monday through Friday. Look, I'm not telling you you have to wake up that damn early. My buddies always tell me that that's not morning, that's the middle of the night, and I'm not sure they're wrong. It's just the path that I've chosen and how I've decided to do it. But i got to make it fun. I'm going to head out and lead camp this afternoon. We're going to high-five. We're going to hand out high-fives like Halloween candy. I'm going to let you know every time you get a high-five, it's fat-free and calorie-free, and we're going to send you off down the path of fun with a little laugh. Make space for your bad emotions. Where can you go? What can you do? How can you deal with them? Who can you lean on? And remember, all emotions are beautiful, but they don't all feel good. Find some space for yourself. A space when you a space that you can read, maybe. You can find some quiet time. Or you can find something that makes you laugh. But that's part of your self-care. Remember, help is on the way. Don't be afraid to ask for help. No matter how hard it is, find your tribe, lean on them. And remember, I truly believe that help is on the way. And if you don't have that tribe, you can build that tribe. So remember, I want to leave you with this. 
Self-care isn't selfish. Put your oxygen mask on first. Thank you for waking up and being amazing and grabbing your daily Danish at Think and Be Fit, where it is our mission to make healthier the norm through education, motivation, and empowerment, leading to lifelong independent living. Your trainer challenge today is to go to your favorite podcast app and leave a review of Think and Be Fit. The more reviews, the more eyes and ears will be on Think and Be Fit, where together we can make healthy the norm. To learn more about Trainer Dane and join the mission to make healthy the norm, go to daneboyle.com. Now go out and be amazing today.